Podcast. Welcome to episode 267 of Report This Post, podcast about bad posts and bad people. My name is Geiger, and that is Christian. They could call it, they could, uh, should call it Six Nights at Freddy's when I'm in there. And uh, we are your hosts with the post. Every week, Christian, myself, or a listener select a different topic. Then we find horrible posts for your listening pleasure. This week's topic, is chosen by a listener named Brennan, is mascot horror, mm-hmm. which uh I guess is what you would describe Five Nights at Freddy's and uh, various other spinoffs and ripoffs yes. uh, of all that. Yeah. So so basically about, uh, I don't know, 10 years ago, six years ago, eight years ago, some, somewhere in that vicinity, uh, a game was created called Five Nights at Freddy's where you're a security guard at an abandoned uh, Chuck E. Cheese-esque restaurant. And it's mm-hmm. your responsibility to watch over the place. Uh, but unbeknownst to you, uh, the animatronics come to life and they stalk yes. you and you have to uh, figure out ways to keep away from them. So it's a survival horror horror, horror game. Um, very popular uh, with children and yes. uh, people with learning disabilities. Mm-hmm. Um, it spawned, like you said, a, a whole ton, fuck ton of different uh imitators and uh, reimaginings i think it's on its like seventh or eighth uh, version of five nights at freddy's at this point and mm-hmm. uh this just this past weekend the uh the theatrical film uh, this five, weekend in fact yeah five nights at freddy's was released to glowing fanfare uh starring uh matthew lillard and uh Ooh. some uh little weird guy so Yes, uh, and uh, it's the tomato meter is up, everybody, and uh, we're at twenty six percent right now. So, so, sounds like it's great. Oh, uh, so yeah, this is a genre of game that has never uh, interested me. I have mm-hmm. no uh, opinion strongly on it, other than most of these games look like shit, uh, and I mm-hmm. can't understand why they have such rabid fan bases because they honestly just look like it looks like something somebody in your high school is like hey man i'm making a video game and you're like wow uh that's really gay um don't talk to me yeah well that's who it's aimed at is the gay uh, teenagers who love the stuff um because it's very big with teenage crowd uh this movie looks pretty bad but sure I will say, I, I think the concept is interesting. It's always been an interesting idea to me. I just, yeah. I, mean, I can't imagine playing a game with this concept, but I think it's at least. I mean, it's why there's so many imitators and all that. Right. It's okay, a it's a so new stuck thing. In this thing, this uh, kids area that's supposed to be cool, but then it winds up being uh, bad. That's fun. Classic uh, Chucky situation, really. <laughs> what we're dealing with here. A real classic mix them up. That's right. Yes. So yeah, the movie's out there. Go see it, folks. This episode is brought to you by the Five Nights at Freddy's movie now in theaters, starring Matt Matthew Hutcherson. 
mm-hmm. from uh, um, I, I don't know. I've seen him before. Yeah, he's just one of those guys. He's just like he, he's Josh like, Hutcherson. I mean, he's just uh, a guy that I've know. Uh, oh, from uh, the kids are all right. Bridge to Terabithia. That's how I remember him. And apparently, he was in the Hunger Games as well. So, hmm. go uh, check out all of his work. Childhood act, child actor. That's now <laughs> just looks like a large child in movies. Still fantastic. Uh, so Brennan, our faithful listener, mm-hmm. chose mascot horror. Why did he choose this topic? That's Brennan has an interesting reason behind choosing oh, this okay. topic. He said, I could never get into the genre, but when I occasionally had to deal with middle school age kids at my old job, they would constantly talk about games like Five Nights at Freddy's and Garden of Ban Ban or whatever the fuck okay. it's called. It's all extremely, <laughs> it all sounded extremely retarded. So it would probably make for a good episode. So uh, another classic instance where a listener is uh, not interested in the topic at hand, but just chooses it uh, because the people he they are the posters are insane, and it they know it's going to make us upset. So we've yeah we've had quite a few episode topics chosen by listeners who did not give a shit about it, but were like it's something I guess I don't know. <laughs> It's an odd thing to pay money for, I gotta say. You know, I've I've paid for worse. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, most, I would say most listeners are like, "Hey, here's a topic. It's uh, it's something I've been interested in my whole life. It's uh, it's my absolute passion. I'd love to hear you guys rip it apart." <laughs> then others are like, "I don't know. Fucking five nights of who gives a shit? Just fucking here's money and do the fucking episode." Asshole. Here's money, pig. Oink oink. Yeah, and uh, we'll gladly do it. So, and how and if you we accept money? <laughs> if you want to give us money to do stuff, <laughs> you can head on over to Patreon.com/slash/report-this-post, or if you join at the mod level for ten dollars a month and stay a patron for three months, you get to pick an episode topic of your own. Or if you join at the admin level at twenty-five dollars a month, you get to pick an episode topic. After two months, you also get full episodes of every topic that we cover, as well as bonus episodes every week. That's report this post slash patreon.com slash report this post. Or you can head over to report this post.com and smash that buy topic button and skip all the waiting. Uh, and I don't think we have a sale going on. We could, for all I know, we could have a sale going on right now. I'm not entirely no sure. No way to know, unfortunately. It's not like uh, I'm the only one that knows how to log into the site and organize the stuff, so... And if I died, then what? That's the real question. Uh-huh. Well, thanks, Brennan. How did, wait, how did he do it? Which one did he do? I don't He's know. a patron of ours. Patron, okay. That's right. He's a patron of the arts. Mm-hmm. More like the farts. Farts, huh? yeah. I was going to say, yeah, night. Freaking nice. I'm like a gatron of the farts. Boom, got his ass. Sorry, gonna, Brennan, you just got got. I'm going to be laughing about that one for a bit. <laughs> uh, bro. Hey, well, why don't we go ahead and read some posts? Brennan's so damn excited to hear mascot horror posts. Really excited, yeah. User no medicine 348 posted, I had a dream where Springtrap from Five Nights at Freddy's had sex with me last night over on Reddit. Great. I have odd dreams, but I will say that this one is the one of the most odd. I woke up so confused. 
he had a robot dong. Mm-hmm. Grunt God commented, sounds more like a nightmare. Dreams are good things. The OP replied, it was a nightmare. I was also being hunted and jump scared by the nightmares. But yeah, no, the worst part was having sex with Spring Chap, gotta be honest. Uh, to which Bakshnio Boy responded, so it was a dream is what you're saying. Uh, right. To some people, it may very well be, and we'll we'll cover that more uh, almost immediately in this episode. So. Yeah, so Spring Trap uh, appears to be the name, like a a gross and discarded version of another uh, animatronic. Uh, it's like a really disgusting looking, rusty, corroded bunny. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's apparently it's been possessed by the main antagonist of the series. Ah, uh, I think all these things are possessed. Exciting. We'll find out. Oh, okay. Which is really cool. Yeah, I gotta say the. The graphics for these games look truly bad. Yeah, I can't understand how it has such a what the the entire fan base is like. This is my favorite game, and it's like, well, you have a real taste for dog shit, my friend. Yeah. And this is uh oh, this is from the by the way, this is from the AAA Fosbear uh, fandom wiki, which is uh, some sort of free DLC for uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, hmm. or wait, but so Fosbear is, uh, and then there's additional DLCs for this DLC. Hmm. Curse of Dreadbear, Help Wanted, Special Delivery, Security Beach, Freddy in Space 2, Furry's Rage, Fury's Rage. Yeah, that one's Fury, but it looks like it's, but it features furries, so. Hmm. Well, that's cool. I'm glad I know that now. Oh, don't worry. I just forgot it all. <laughs> that worked out just fine for me. Well, this uh, this post is from Reddit and is uh, indicative of a lot of posts seen for this fucking, uh, this fucking topic. I really just want to fuck the chicken from Five Nights at Freddy's. Mm-hmm. Since the first game out, I knew that she would be my girl. I have nut to her so many times in all different kinks. Inflation, anal, anal, futa. I can't resist that chicken. My mom says I needed to get a job and stop fantasizing about a robot chicken, but that's all I can do. I have several jars of her figures filled to the brim with my semen. My mom has tried to get me to go to a therapist, but they won't understand. Sometimes at night I'll imagine sliding my tiny shrimp dick down that slimy chicken throat and coming on her boobs. So that looks to be Chica, mm-hmm. who is a uh, just a disgusting chicken looking chicken from the from the video game. Now, what's some, what's worse to you here is the the guy being sexually attracted to the pixelated artwork of a robot chicken or the fact that that robot chicken in the game is possessed by the child, uh, the spirit of a dead child. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. That's a toss up. Mm-hmm. Shrimp dick is good though. I like that. I like that descriptor. That's fun. I would never imagine this uh, animatronics throat to be slimy though. I guess. 
Grimy, I would <laughs> look. You're just in the you're in the you're in the, the the theater at the Country Bears Jamboree, and you're like, damn. What 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 you got going on there? What who's got the slimiest uh, throat? Who's the slimiest throat goat up there on stage? I wonder. It would probably be the goat in that bin. Is there a goat in that show? <laughs> Been a while since I saw Country Bears. You know what? I would actually guess that it's mostly bears. Now that I think about it, yeah, I think <laughs> now that, that I really do some. I think there might, I think there might be a goose and perhaps a <laughs> fox, perhaps, but mostly I think uh, it's bears. Oh boy! Well, that's also probably out there. Uh, somebody has drawn that. So great. Yeah, probably one of these bears just slobbering some cock and just on going bonkers on that <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at the lineup right now. It's in fact all bears. Which uh, which makes a lot of sense. It is right in the name. <laughs> they ain't trying to hide it from you. Now I'm trying to under- what is Futa? Because I'm I'm googling it and I'm afraid that I'm gonna. Yeah. Uh, right on your work laptop too is a bad idea. How I escaped Futa prison? No, I don't know what. Um, what kind of waifu do you want? Futa has boobs, has a dick. Oh, can get you pregnant. Looks like a girl. Can be cream. Mm. Can be cream pie. This is a chart. It's like an alignment chart. Uh, mm-hmm. That is legal. Can love you. Has boobs. Has a dick. Can get pregnant. Looks like a girl. Can be cream pied. Uh, and then it has, uh, which is, the checks and the X's. X's on. Lo- uh, here's the the lolly woman trap man futa. So yeah, great. All the all the best things. Uh, uh, I did. I looked up. Uh, animatronic goats okay. and i did i found a uh on deviant art someone made a, a, a freddy a five five freddy's nights uh original character nanny the goat uh mm-hmm. gender female species animatronic goat nanny was built to keep watch of any child in the pizzeria just so they wouldn't get hurt or go places they weren't supposed to be she loves being around children seeing them smile and laugh uh, her only main pet peeve is when children try to pull on her horns. Uh, she's normally calm and warm-hearted. Um, and as for when it's late night and they roam around, she mainly just likes to sk- stare straight into the cameras, but she'll sometimes attempt to ram into the night guard. Cool. Uh, Lilybug93, uh, in fact, said that sounds cool. So, <clears throat> a lot of great great solo boy there's a lot of they, they did a lot of stuff with this character on their account here mm. pretty neat yeah that's that's a word for it well, thankfully there's creations out there from fans but let's talk about the man behind it all someone went to core to ask is five nights at freddy's creator scott cawthorn or cawthon a bad person I heard that he was homophobic, racist, and a Trump supporter, but I'm not sure yet. And as a Muslim, is it haram to support Scott for this? User named Tran Win replied, no. If supporting Filthy Frank, no one will care if Filthy Frank's edgy because he's the shock humor. Scott Cawthon, a Republican supporter, not what people seem to like. Look, he's some kind of bad. But he's not too serious that he homophobic or racist. He even do charities to the poor children. And he's a Christian. 
He could be homophobic because he's a Christian, but no, he not reveal he is homophobic or racist. That's unknown. We only know by theories. Facts, he retired because threats towards his wife who pregnant his child. That's and that's that's facts, sis. That's the uh, T. Train's on train is on point here. Look, he's some kind of bad. <laughs> Let's all agree on that. <laughs> I think we can all agree he's some kind of bad. He's some form of bad, I believe. It's hard to tell what. I uh, don't know much about Filthy Frank. What did he do? Did he do something bad? Uh, he's just like a weird YouTube guy that uh, eventually just got sick of being on YouTube and just like quit and became a normal person, which I think is one of the few uh, instances of that happening. Um, yeah. And I don't think it was anything. I think it was just like he was just he just had edgy. He was a adjacent to like a Sam Hyde esque kind of character back in the early, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I don't know why Tran Win would uh, know about Filthy Frank. I don't know if he's big in the uh, that community, but uh, yeah. So this Scott Cawthon guy uh, got a lot of flack back in the day uh, for for giving money to Donald Trump, uh, and a Mr. lot of people, a lot of people were wringing their hands over it, saying, "Oh my God, my favorite uh, indie game developer." Uh, is the worst person in the world. And it's like, buddy, if you think that's the worst thing this guy's ever done, I got news for you. So, he, for, for example, he created Five Nights at <laughs> a magnitude <laughs> more uh, horrific for, for, for all involved. Uh, but he did do charities to the poor children. Mm-hmm. So that's, we got to give him credit for that. Mm-hmm. Did those charities at those kids, <laughs> towards and around those children. A charity at your ass. Yeah. Uh, Scott uh, Cawthon. It's really one of the dumbest last names I've ever seen. What the hell is that? Cawthon? Mm-hmm. Cawthon? I think it's Cawthon. I think it's just. Yeah, I don't like that. So that's my big beef with the guy. <laughs> big beef. That's... Get rid of the letter, bitch. Do something to it. It's, right now it's lacking. Big beef. The animatronic hamburger character from Five Nights at Freddy's. In theaters now. Well, <clears throat> this next post has something to do with uh, Mr. Cawthon. I think, if I remember correctly. <laughs> From Reddit, as illustrated in Five Nights at Freddy 4, you may notice that if you accidentally let Foxy into your room, they will immediately rush to your closet. If that happens, it is imperative that you must keep Foxy in the closet or you will die. Michael Afton is homophobic, at least he was as a child, because he refuses to let Foxy come out of the closet. Michael Afton, as many young children are, was exposed to homophobic influences at some point during his childhood. As a result, he thinks that gay people are out to get him. Foxy is his friend and he is harmless, but Michael is starting to think that Foxy might be gay and is worried about what would happen to him if he was correct. Honestly, I would like to praise Scott Cawthon for his incredibly incredible insight on the state of children's media and social messaging woven so cleanly into the subtext of his hit 2017 game Five Nights at Freddy's 4. Later on in the series' chronology... Foxy officially transitions into Mangle, but Michael is still unaccepting of his childhood friend. He sees them as a mangled blob of body parts, a parody of common perceptions of transgender people by people who hold biases. It's a subtle reference to how people often view trans people as monstrous. Just like in the first game of the series, Five Nights at Freddy's 1, Mangle slash Funtime Foxy simply greets him to check up on him, but Michael perceived it as an attack. 
Notice in the second game that Mangle slash Funtime Foxy only goes to give Michael a hug, but yet again he perceived it as an attack. Michael's point of view is that of bias, and Scott Cawthon truly illustrates the ways in which homophobia and transphobia hurts us all. I'm very thankful for his work on informing us about the horrible things that they do to us. Boy. I kind of appreciate this kind of media literacy. Yeah, I mean, we've... It's kind of good. We've had some reaches on the podcast before, and uh, this is one of those things that we've talked about a lot of times where it's like, here's my two my two main interests in life. I'm going to marry them together. Mm-hmm. Um, say, my God, the, he sees them as a mangled blob of body parts, a parody of common perceptions of trans. Like, man, that is... Mm-hmm. I'm calling you Mr. Fantastic because that is such a reach to to reach that to, to even think that that could possibly be what this thing. It's like yeah, the uh, the monster in the game it turns even more monstrous. It's like mm, interesting. What how what interesting social commentary that is on trans people. It's like what no wait no what? stop <laughs> no don't say that don't put that online. Yeah, yeah. When uh when the director. I had the black guy saying Ooga Booga in his movie. It was a parody of uh, racial tensions. And, he, and in fact, he's he's the least racist director of all time. Now, what director is this? What movie is this? This was, this was a, uh, Steven Spielberg with E.T. <laughs> I must have, oh, that must have been the uh, the director's cut. Yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff left on the cutting room floor on that one. <laughs> They cut out the whole scene where E.T. is buying Swisher sweets uh, at the gas station. <laughs> yeah, he it wasn't going to be a uh, he wasn't going to be a ghost. He was just going to wear blackface. Was the original idea. <laughs> I do think I do remember in the early two thousands a Photoshop of of E.T. as Mister T, where they blackened his skin. Do you remember that? <laughs> I I can. That's one of those perfect marriages of ideas from the early Photoshop. I think it was probably. I think it was probably like a Photoshop Friday thing, even if I remember correctly. So that sounds very accurate. (laughs) Well, you're the big something awful expert now. Yeah, documentary. uh, A three and a half hour documentary on it. Really supporting a problematic creators. (laughs) Who made who made that documentary? I was. uh, I won. uh, Noel. Joshua Moon. Wonderful. Hey, speaking of Look problematic stuff. Find some fun <laughs> stuff in his uh, history. Huggy Wuggy is a character from a video game series called Poppy Playtime. You've probably seen this thing. It's this Muppet-esque monster with rows of sharp teeth. Pretty gross looking. Really popular with kids. Uh, kind of mm-hmm. spooky. A mom went to the subreddit rmomit to get some info. I don't know a whole lot about the huggy wuggy thing. My daughter has explained some of it to me. I think she said they used to be good. Now they are killers. That didn't really bother me. I watch true crime and stuff, so I thought I'd just pass the love of gruesome stuff on to her. She's only allowed to watch YouTube on our computer in the living room so I can monitor what she watches. One day, quite a while ago, there was something on a Huggy Wuggy video that I didn't like, so I told her no more of those videos. But she still loves the concept of Huggy Wuggy and the others. She has every stuffed animal of them, etc., even though she doesn't watch it on YouTube anymore. 
She wants a huggy wuggy birthday party. I get really into decorating and etc. for her birthday, so this bums me out. Her second choice is Hello Kitty, which would be way more fun for me to plan. So she loves playing with her huggy wuggy plushies, so she still considers herself a big fan. But if I don't let my kid watch it, maybe other parents feel the same. This is her first birthday inviting kids from school, and if they don't let their kids watch it, maybe it would be hard for them to explain to their kids why my daughter apparently is watching it. I also don't want Huggy Wuggy to be in every picture from her sixth birthday that we'll look back on for years from now. I have epilepsy, so my memory is awful. I can't tell you what I heard on that video that made me ban it. I know I could watch a couple videos on YouTube, but that's the last thing I want to do. My kid's at school, and I'm not trying to hear annoying YouTube videos. Electronic Story 9862 replied, There is no way in hell I would allow a six-year-old to watch Huggy Wuggy videos or attend a Huggy Wuggy-themed party. The horror game it comes from is rated 12 and 13. I suspect a lot of parents in your kid's class will feel the same way and won't allow their children to attend. All right, we're going to stop right here because we're going to finish the rest of this episode over on patreon.com slash report this post. That's right. If you enjoyed this first 20-ish to 30-ish minutes of the episode, you'll be happy to know that there's about an hour extra of this one over there uh, on patreon.com slash report this post. Head over there. And all you got to do is subscribe for five bucks a month. You'll get every single full episode with dozens of more posts a month, plus an additional bonus episode every single week. Unbelievable. This is literally millions of posts that we read on the air uh, every single month, possibly billions. I have not counted. In fact, I can't count. I'm actually illiterate as well. But irregardless, patreon.com slash report this post, and we'll see you over there, and God bless.